The All Things Sports Podcast is sponsored by Hollywood Perfect Smile, where they're offering a free set of x-rays and a free exam. All you have to do is mention the code All Things Sports to receive this exclusive deal. Hollywood Perfect Smile is located in Hollywood, Florida on 441 and Taft Street. You can contact their office at 954-987-3309. And this deal is valid to anyone who mentions the code All Things Sports. So make sure you tell your friends, family, mom, dad, so everybody can win. The All Things Sports Podcast is also sponsored by SK Fit. Stephanie from SK Fit is offering a free consultation and a free workout up to an hour, which is a $50 value. SK Fit offers personal training, whether it's at your home, at a park, or even online. Contact her through Instagram at skfit, S-K-F-I-T, and mention the code ALLTHINGSSPORTS to take advantage of this awesome deal. Welcome back to the All Things Sports Podcast, episode 49. It's your host, Julian, co-host, Danny, Justin, Episode 49, like I said, almost at 50. It's crazy. It's almost been a year now that I'm looking at it like this. It's been, you know, technically in the month. We started last August. And uh, it's been that long already. Football season's about to start. So we got a, we basically got an NFL special on this episode where... The preseason fucking kicked off today. Yep. We're going to get Pun into... <laughs> right? We're going to get into... Um, Breaking down two divisions at a time, I guess, leading up until football season starts. And uh, we'll just give our input on those teams, how they did last year, uh, acquisitions they got, how we feel they're going to do this year, and, and how we feel the acquisitions and the moves they made during the offseason can help or hurt that team. We'll get into draft picks and that too. So we're going to start this episode with the NFC and the AFC East. Um, in the NFC East, obviously, we have the Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles who are looking to get their quarterback back and make another run for deep playoff Super Bowl hopes. Mm-hmm. And then in the AFC East, the other spotlighted team, I guess, would be the, the runner-up, <laughs> runner-up New England Patriots. Uh, Tom Brady, 500 yards in the Super Bowl. You know, they lost a and couple, few pieces. Crazy. Um, they're getting Julian Edelman back. We'll get into all that. So, I guess we can start with the defending champs. I mean, the Philadelphia Eagles, last year, you know, they had a great season. Carson Wentz was wheeling and dealing. He probably was going to win the MVP award until he ended up getting hurt. They posted a 13-3 and record and won their division by a long shot because the Cowboys were 9-7 and and... They had no chance. Um, so going into this season, how do you guys how do you guys look at the Eagles as far as not necessarily getting better because obviously they were the best team in the league last year, but what can they do to keep up? You know what what they've started over the past year and a half now with Carson Wentz coming back healthy. Well, I don't. My bad. I don't think they got worse, mm-hmm. but I don't really know if they got that much better either. I mean, they're pretty much retaining, right? Almost the exact same team, really. Like, yeah, the key losses, I guess, would be Tim Burton going to Chicago. They did um, get they got Michael Bennett right on the D line. They got Michael Bennett, and they also have Darren Sproles back. 
mm-hmm. who said he's probably playing in his last year. Um, Corey Clement had a really good rookie year last year. Jay Ajayi had a solid you know, season. Um, they lost... Uh, and they'll have Ajayi for, for a full season. And they yeah. lost LeGarrette Blunt, right. Right. He went to Detroit. Yeah, so Ajayi's going to have his full year, like you said. And they're getting... Give Clement the two spot, obviously. Sidney Jones back, their cornerback that they drafted in the first round last mm-hmm. year who was hurt all year. Um, I think this team has a chance to just ride the momentum from last year into this year. And with the quarterback like Carson Wentz, if he comes back, whether it's you know three weeks in, two weeks in, and if he even starts opening night, he's the type of player like... You know, I, I can relate to Andrew Luck because Andrew Luck can come in and just change a franchise overnight, really. And I see Carson Wentz has those those capabilities where his arm is so effective and his legs and his, his IQ for the game just helps out that team so much. You've seen it in the playoffs when he went down and Nick Foles had to step in. Obviously, granted, it's hard to say you've seen it in the playoffs because Nick Foles had a great NFC yeah. Championship and Super Bowl. Um and the NFC Championship was against one of the best defenses in the league, Minnesota Vikings. So, like you said, I don't see that they got better necessarily. They picked up Mike Wallace, I believe, this year as well. But I don't see them as getting worse. Yeah. So, that's kind of a win-win for them. Uh, I can see Because usually, like, after you win a Super Bowl, a lot of your players leaving. will leave and chase a bag. We saw it with Denver. But but a bunch the, of the players. The left difference to I think with these teams are and like Seattle's team is that this team is not like a star power filled team. Like they have a lot it's of like a team great team. players. It's like a team team, right? And Alshon Jeffrey, you know, he's one of the best receivers in the league. Brandon Graham is one of the best linebackers in the league. Um, Fletcher Cox, Fletcher Cox, Carson Wentz is arguably a top five quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, so, arguably. but they 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 don't have that ego behind them. Like a Steelers Antonio Brown or a Le'Veon Bell or, you know, a Tom Brady. Which is weird for an NFC East team because right. we all know how the NFC East is. Like, but there's no – I don't know. It's like no beef. Like, it's just – they just go out and, like, play. I don't – I think that's what it is. I think they have legitimate football players. You know, you have Malcolm Jenkins who's a leader. Jason Peters. Jason Peters, you know, very professional. Um, and then, Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah, and then I think Carson Wentz just fit seamlessly into their culture. Of and, I, and I think he just really, like, just took on that leadership role. That leadership just, role, right. just elevated it. Kind of, kind of like what we've seen with uh, Russell Wilson when he started his career. Right. You know? And you can just see the impact that Carson Wentz has just being on the field making players better. Like, Zach Ertz is – an amazing tight end, if not, you know, top four, five. Top, I, yeah, top four. Definitely five. top five. Could be top four. Um, if you go off fantasy numbers, the man was top three. Right. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was third. He was the number one up until he got hurt. He might be top three. Season, yeah. He might be top three, you know. And that's just. He just puts up numbers, bro. Just yeah. numbers. But you can see the impact of having Carson Wentz, not necessarily from when he went down to Nick Foles playing and stepping in because he's still had a really good uh, stretch of games. But before Carson Wentz arrived, Zach Ertz wasn't this Zach Ertz, mm-hmm. right? So you, you see it everywhere. Nelson Aguilar had a down year last year or the year before this past year. 
Um, and he, he really looked, stepped he looked, it up. He looked great last year. We see, he looked like he was playing back at USC. And that was the player they that's, drafted. The that's Nelson Aguilar who played last season. That's the guy they drafted. Exactly. As we watch SportsCenter and Baker Mayfield and Saquon Barkley take post-game pictures together. So I guess we'll move on from the Eagles. I predict, well, before we do, you want to predict their record. We're not going to predict their record going off of looking at the schedule and all that. I guess just, this will be just, just kind of wing it. Yeah, we'll just wing it. I mean, just thinking of their, their roster and what they can do against any opponent they play. I think the Eagles can easily match their 13-2, and uh, 13-3 record. But I think they take one step backward. I was about to say 12-4. On, 12 and four. on that, defense. That's what I, was I say. think their defense was a little better than we expected last year. Their pass rush can stay the same. I think their defensive backs just might not have as good of a year as they did last year. No discredit to them. So, yeah, I'm going to go 12-4 and four, agreeing with Danny. Same, I'm going to go 12 and 4. 12 and 4. Sounds, sounds reasonable. Sounds reasonable. Yeah, it just. I mean, I think they're going to, you know, they'll obviously win their division and yeah. they'll be one of the better teams in the NFC. Uh, I just think it's going to be a tougher season this year, too. There's like, I feel like there's like more well, competition. Yeah, because once, you know, once you're on top, you know, once you win, then every, all eyes are on you. Right. But at the same time, like looking at their division, I don't see them, like, it's going to be hard to maintain. Uh, the same status as last year. That's why I don't have them, you know, going thirteen and three again. But at the same time, looking at their division, I don't have see them having a huge drop off. Right. Which is why I say like twelve and four. I think, you know, because they could easily. I mean, I was just that, that's, say it's that. a very it's a very competitive. It's it's funny because when these teams play, regardless of you know record or stats, whatever. Like when these teams play and these teams get together. It's always like I always find them having great games. That's why they're always on Sunday night football. Prime time, right. Yeah, they're always primetime games, these these divisional games in the NFC East. So I mean I mean, don't get me wrong, the Eagles could easily sweep the division. Their division. I was but at the same, the same time you never know. You never know. Yeah. That you know? Dallas like I don't know if they have Dallas on the road late in the season or, you know, even New York. Uh New York can be a challenge with this new exciting roster that they have. So We'll move on. Speaking of the Cowboys, who went nine and seven last year, unfortunately missed the playoffs. Lost Des Bryant this year. Zeke Elliott is coming into a full season so far. Uh, they missed him for six games last year. That was pretty big. Jason Witten retired. Jason Witten retired. They lost him. Zach Martin re-upped five years, what eighty-five million or something Probably. like that. Um, Des got the boot. Yeah, Dallas talk. got worse. Dallas, yeah. Dallas definitely got worse. They, At best, they'll be five hundred. And they lost their defense coordinator. And that's being like that's being very courteous. They might win six or seven games. And I, I just, think Washington will too, and I think the Giants might. All I think all three of them will literally win like six to seven games. I think they're all trash. I, yeah, I mean, we'll start. We'll, we'll keep it with the Cowboys for now, but I just. Dak Prescott hasn't really shown me that he can be that guy without, you know, a, a great wide receiver or, you know, a great really without Zeke. Without it, yeah, without, because without a great had, running back too. Yeah, because they had weapons. I mean, Des Bryant is a weapon that they just wasn't utilized. Um, Jason Witten, when he was playing, he's still you know the go-to security blanket, and they still have a top. Five offensive line. You have Tyron Smith, one of the best, right. if not the best, uh, left tackle. 
Zach Martin, top five guard, in my opinion. So it's like you have that, that yeah. receiving core is light, though, now. I mean, yeah, right. it'd be like. Your number one's yeah. Alan Hearns, your number two, Cole Beasley, and then. Do they still have Terrence Williams? Terrence Williams. Whoever, nobody gives a fuck about him. He's so a nobody, bro. They got nobody. Yeah. It's it's Zeke. That whole offense is Zeke. And their defense is. Zeke in the O line. That's, that's really their special. whole team. I know bro. they're waiting for Jalen Smith to get healthy, and supposedly he's making his way. But they got that one dude on the D line who's nice. They have uh, yeah, what's his name, Demarcus Lawrence, who's yeah, on a franchise tag. Who, you know, they didn't meet eye to eye, so he might else. not be there next year. Orlando Scandrick's still back there in the cornerback position, along with um, oh, Byron left. Jones. He left. He left. Scandrick was a free agent, so they lost. I don't remember off the top of my head where he signed, but I do know for a fact he left because. I was following all the cornerback news since Green Bay was in the market for a corner. Right. So I was following all that. And, yeah, Skendrick, he, he was out. They got a lot worse. Yeah. Like and I on said, top of it, Dak, is, he's in the sunken place. Like Jerry Jones is proud of him. Socially, they also just – They don't come off as – It's not America's team anymore, bro. No, they're really not. I mean, it might be if you're into that. If you're on that side Definitely of the fight, Amer- yeah. then it's America's team. Right, America's team. But why, why would you – we don't have to get into all that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here all night. I mean – They got worse. They're yeah, just I'll plain go, and simple, they got worse. I don't know. I guess I'll go I, – I think the Cowboys might win seven games. I don't know if they even make 500. Uh, Zeke Elliott can have a really good year. The offensive line is still really good. But if that's all they have to threaten teams, not gonna work. and they don't really have a defense to, to back that up. as long very as, predictable in the one dimension. Especially when your quarterback can't throw a deep ball consistently and, and is, is, is Dak Prescott. I mean, let's be honest. And he has, no, he has nobody to throw the ball to. That and then He's got now, a bunch of bums. Yeah, that and then now people have seen how he played – Without Zeke, it's like now it's like really if you stop Zeke, then you stop the whole offense. Right. You know, nobody's afraid of Dak. Nobody, you know, he's not gonna make a play. He's not gonna, you know, th- like you said, throw throw a deep ball. You, you know, he's not gonna do it. He's anything. not fucking Deshaun Watson or Lamar Jackson. He's not fucking. Uh, what button is Juke? <laughs> you can use the stick. He's not out here. St- <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> he just slow. Fuck, fuck that. He trash. What did they finish last year? You said nine and seven. Nine and seven. I got them going. I was gonna say seven and nine, but I think yeah, I think I'll say six and ten. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, I'll say six, six and, and ten. ten. Wow. Fuck the Cowboys. I'm pretty sure we play them again too, and we beat them like the last six times we fucking played them. They don't want. They don't want those problems. They don't want the smoke. No nope. smoke. No smoke. Because I'm pretty sure if. That whole distraction with uh, Zeke didn't go on last season. I'm pretty sure that's exactly how it probably would have went. They probably would have went like 7-9, and 6-10. So, yeah, I'm going to say they go 6-10. and ten. That's fair. <laughs> we going to racial slurs next? We're going to the Washington Redskins. Here we are. <laughs> Who lost their franchise quarterback? And got a better one in return. Don't get me started on Kirk Cousins, bro. Not just because he went to to my rival. The boy's just overrated. So overrated. I think he's a little overrated. I don't think he's so overrated. But I I can see what you're saying as far as overration. He didn't do shit 
to deserve $86 million fully guaranteed. Because I can agree with that. And I just – Kirk Cousins is the type of player that, like, like, what is his, like, strength? Like, like you know, okay, Aaron Rodgers can – I mean, we can't even get into that. He's a god. He can do everything. Uh, but even a quarterback like uh, Andrew Luck, we'll go there. You know, he can definitely throw the ball – accurately deep down the field and he can make plays out of nothing we've seen that consistently over the past five years uh what does Kirk Cousins do like that that you you know he's he's due for in a game I couldn't even tell you I think I really couldn't like I'm asking I'm not I'm not I'm just asking if you have the answer I want to hear it well, I mean, last year he had over 4,000 yards. So I think he definitely knows how to put the ball in the air. And I think his accuracy is underrated. And like I said... I believe that too. Yeah, and like I said last week, like, looking at what he's done with how much little that offense has had to give him, I think he just, you know, to the best of his ability, just knows how to will his team to win. Because, I mean, like I said, that revolving door running back... And, right. yeah, Pierre Garçon, don't get me wrong, Pierre Garçon's a good receiver, but it's not really, I wouldn't say he's a go-to he receiver. He was, you know what I mean? Like once back upon in a time. Yeah, <laughs> once upon a time. Like, when he first got there, but. I mean, and then the the organization didn't really help him that much either. I mean, drafting receiver after receiver that didn't, <laughs> that haven't really panned out. Jordan Reed was still waiting for the Jordan Reed. That boy's made of glass. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, given the numbers that he put up with what he didn't really have, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to and excited to see what he does uh, this season coming up. As far as the Redskins, uh, I mean, yeah, just Alex Smith is... I don't know. He's kind of like it's it's hard to place him. I feel like he's like he's a, like a six because it's like yeah, it's not five, but it's not seven. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's like exact. Yeah, that's that's actually like yeah. I'll take him. That, that's a, yeah. It's a perfect, I don't want him. That's a perfect description. So he's six. Yeah, like I don't know for some reason, like he just gives me like that Chad Pennington vibe. Where it's like, in, 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 in the sense of, like, he, like you said, like, you'll take him. Like, he plays, you know, above average at, like, an average way. It's weird. But, yet he's not going to really, you know, lose you the game. But he's not going to, like, win you the game either. Like, he's just. Right, he's going to he's gonna hold it down. Yeah. He's, he's like a great game manager. Yeah, so it's like, I can't say anything negative about him. But I don't have, like, anything to, like. Say, oh, that's know. how I feel about Kirk Cousins. He definitely lost a bunch of uh, his weapons because he was he had everybody at his disposal in Kansas City. Yeah, the boy had weapons, but and now, yeah, and then it's like at the same time, too, I feel bad for Alex Smith because I feel like he's a product of his environment or lack thereof. I mean, when he was in San Francisco, he had, I think, he had a different offensive coordinator every season, so it's like, how can you be a quarterback. Mm, yeah, and, but he had master, he, he had know. a lot of deep seasons in Kansas City. We're talking 
And that's what at I'm saying. At least 2009 to 2018. No, that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, he goes from that situation, and then you go to a situation with, a, like, you know, pretty much an offensive guru and Andy Reid, and then now you're dumped back into another kind of, I would say, an unstable, like, Redskins really don't know what they're doing, so you're dumped into another unstable environment this late in your career right. when your career took so long to take off and, and get revitalized, and then now you're back in this situation. Who, like you said, who's their best receiver? Is it Garcon? Is it Jameson Crowder? Well, they don't have Garcon. Or is, so is it Jameson or, Crowder? Or is it Doxon? I would I think mean, going into the season, it's Crowder, even though he might be the slot receiver. But Doxon is supposed he's on to come up. He's supposed to have a good yeah, you know, so. campaign this year. I was excited to see him last year. He didn't really show out as much as I think the he past, did. The, the last couple of weeks of the season, he started to kind right. of get more involved. And um, what happened to Terrell Pryor? Where did he go again? Did he sign with somebody else? Because he was a free agent, I believe. I don't even know if he did sign. That's a good question. Terrell Pryor. I feel like he might have left. No, I know he was a free agent. So I want to see where he's. I think he Baltimore, was it? Or... Was it Philly? Did he go to Philly? No. I mean... Oh, I guess not. I guess he stayed. Yeah, he stayed. Yeah, but Torre Pryor... Oh. I had Torre Pryor fantasy last year. Torre I don't Pryor think he's a good receiver like yeah, that. Tor- I'm just, yeah, exactly. I'm just wondering I, I would know who he has. If we're going off stats and stuff. But And then the other thing is, like, when he was in yeah. Kansas City, they had such, you know, a good and stable, you know, run system... And now you're going into a system where, like I said, it's like a revolving door at... Well, they got somebody at. back there to be excited about. Uh, buddy from LSU. Yeah, Darius Geis. Yeah, they got him to be excited about. Uh, I don't know. I, I think they're going to go and... and they, they have a chance to be second in the NFC East again. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that's if they can, once again, beat Dallas when it counts and beat the Giants when it counts. Um, but I can see them. I can see them with Alex Smith now and the defense that they have. They have a pretty solid defense. Uh, a, a nine and seven. I can see them over five hundred at nine and seven. I'll their defense is low. Like their yeah, they, they have on. they have a good defense. Their defense low key. Yeah, they have good linebacking, D backs, and a few uh, good pass rushing. I'll say they go eight and eight. I say they go five hundred. Because they're not like a bad team, but they don't have like they're not like they, yeah they don't, yeah they don't have like anything special X factors that would will them to more wins in tough games. Right. So, huh. last team in the NFC East, the I guess most exciting team yes. coming into this year uh, in the division or, or in the entire league. Well, definitely one of the most exciting teams, yeah, yeah coming into the season in the league. Um, I know a lot of people wanna. See what the number one draft pick can do with Odell Beckham, who played only what three games last year, if that. Um, three. Mm-hmm. They have. They feel like they have another chance to make another run with Eli. You know, who's in his his past prime. He's he's way past prime, but he's still in in shape to be able to throw the ball with uh, Sterling Shepherd's over there. Um, trying to think of. And as a receiver on the Giants, and I can't. Besides Odell and Sonny Shepard. I said they got rid of Brandon Marshall. Mm-hmm. You lost me. 
Yeah, so that explains the 3-13 and 13 record right there. Saquon Barkley's first touch in the league was a 30-something yard, 39-yard run. rush. And that not that that tells us everything, but it tells us something. It tells us that he is the exciting player that they wanted to draft. I don't think another quarterback would have been worth what he's worth because the plays he can make, I think you can find that – you can find a quarterback next year. If you're going to be bad again still, you can definitely find another quarterback. And I don't think any quarterback this year, like, jumped out to make the Giants feel like not Saquon. You know, like, Quentin Nelson with the Colts, Bradley Chubb, these are players that you can kind of, like, you know, they might have more value, you know, at their position and and longer tenures and things like that. But Mm -hmm. a quarterback like a Sam Darnold or a Josh Rosen or a Josh Allen – you know, every year, Saquon, like Saquon Barkley, we saw what he did at Penn State, and he almost did it again in the first carry he's ever had. So, um, and not not only that, but to have such a once in a generational type talent in Odell, and we see it all the time. Teams, you know, if you have a star running back or vice versa, star receiver, you want to pair them up with right. another you know, star. Another star. So you want that, like, pretty much that three-headed monster between quarterback, running back, and receiver. We see it in Pittsburgh with Le'Veon. Yep. Especially young players that can grow together. Yeah. We've seen it in um, Green Bay when they had, you know, when Lacey was playing good and they had Jordy and, a- and you know, Aaron. Yep. Thank you or, for that. And then once upon a time when, you know, you had DeMarco, Dez, and uh, Tony, I mean, and Tony. Yeah, you get you know you get that three headed monster on offense. It's just, that shit's it's, carry, bro. It's very it's very hard to stop. So yeah, like you said, to you know to get a talent like Saquon and pair that up with an Odell, and like you said, I mean Eli, obviously he's on the later half of his career, right. but you know you can like I said there was there was yeah there was really no quarterback this year that really jumped out to me besides I would say uh, Baker. Just because of what his intangibles, right? You know, and his will to win, he was really the only one that jumped out at me. And then maybe but based on the needs of the team, yeah, yeah. But based on exactly, so yeah, I think it was very, yeah, it was Saquon was out of a source. But I think what they need to do is find a way to get better on defense. Their defense kills better. And that whole line, yeah, that, I was gonna say that, that, that whole line that is pinga. Yeah, that whole line is pinga. It's gutted because they were, I think, basura. Blast, if not. Close to last in pass defense last year. I think that, like, their O line and their defense. I don't give a fuck who they have at wide receiver, who they have at running back. That that's is, why I don't think they're. And still, that's the they're next, still yeah. not going to be above five hundred. And that's another reason why you have to get a Saquon Barkley because, like you said, like when we saw that one play when he broke up for thirty nine yards, you know, players like that don't necessarily. I mean, obviously, it would be great to have an offensive line, right. but. Players like that, I mean, they know how to work with what they got. So, he'll, I think Saquon will always find a way to make a play or make the best play possible. But sure. yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm with Danny. I don't see them going above or maybe even near 500. I mean, yeah, Saquon. I just, I don't think it's realistic. Yeah, Saquon will probably will you to two, maybe three more wins. Um, we'll see how Dell comes off injury, but I'm sure. You know, I have faith that he'll do fine. He'll probably be back to himself. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, think, yeah, I have faith he'll do. You know, just. I fine. think Odell, they're not. They're not winning no nine or ten games. No, I think Odell can will them to two or three games, 
as can Saquon. You know, mm-hmm. if, if if what we saw tonight is what he's going to continue to bring. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily see Eli carrying them through games, but it's definitely somebody you know you can lean on. Um, but that defense is what scares me as far as winning games and finishing games. The only thing I do see a chance is how we just said, you know, NFC East games are always competitive and, and they always play each other good. You know, when you see just the Giants. Just given the circumstances alone. Like they're going to play the Giants, or excuse me, the Cowboys and the Redskins a total of four times. You know, that could who be, knows? That could be three that, wins exactly, right there. Exactly. Yeah. That can be their way. They can sneak one on the Super Bowl champions. And I feel like in that division, you always have a chance because you know your division opponents so well. And this year, you guys are kind of like the new – in a sense, I mean, they're not even revamped. They're really just adding a superstar running back. Mm-hmm. But adding do, that brings a dimension. Coach. And they got Nick Mangold on the line, on the offensive line. They did try to address it. You know what I mean? I think they added – They traded. They added like one or two people on the O-line. Yeah, I think so they, they snacked somebody they their from moves. New England, if I remember correctly. But – and then the, you know, Wait, is that where Nate Solder? Nate Solder. I yes, said I yeah. said Nick Mangold. Yeah. Nate, so- Nate yeah. Solder. I'm yeah. sorry. They, they locked up uh, Nate Solder from New England. JPP got you know got his cast too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he was out there tonight. He's on Tampa now. Yeah, he's on Tampa. Tampa Bay. They traded him. That's right. 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 So. I have somebody behind me at the game. That's the guy who got two fingers. <laughs> guy who got the mitt. Giants. I'm gonna say six and ten. Yeah, I'll say six and ten as well. I think the Giants will go seven and nine. Seven and nine. I, I, I think they're gonna put up a little more competition. It's gonna be spicy in New York. The crowd is gonna be nice. And and we don't I haven't looked at their schedule, you know. They probably play the Jets, so that'll be their seventh one. I think what we can agree on is Philly's gonna be first and Dallas gonna be dead last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a toss up between Washington. Dallas is the worst team in that division, straight up. Yeah. Down to down to how they can like, you know, Control themselves, and I guess not control is the word, but um, carry themselves. I'm sorry. No, but if I had to guess, I would say Dallas is canceled. Yeah, I would say Eagles. It's just a bunch of hoes in Dallas. They're all hoes. All hoes. Let's talk AFC. AFC. Ooh, let's. But we start. We got to start with the Super Bowl running, but no, we got we got to do this the right way. We're gonna start with the. Well, yeah, we'll start with. I'm going to start with the Super Bowl runner-ups. I guess. All right. And that's the New England Patriots from the Haba. All right. The Northeast. They got worse. Straight up. Um, I guess we can do that every year. But it doesn't matter. You're right. I mean. I don't think they, they paper, ever get worse. On paper, when you lose your, your best offensive line. Um, Deion Lewis. You lose Deion Lewis, who's very versatile. Your best versatile running back. But then you address it with a Jeremy Hill. You don't have Edelman for the first four games. Show. You don't you don't have your your first wide receiver option. You lose your second wide receiver option to Miami. But you know how New England does it, bro. They're about to fucking pick up somebody off the street. Yep. But they got Gronk. So and Gronk. Gronk is I mean for a second, let's, you they know. They lost their best corner. Yeah, a receiver is a receiver, you know, because, you know, we're seeing a, a, not a lot now where teams, you know, have, you know, tight end. Well, they did that at Sony, though. In the yeah. 
I mean, so, Gronk's not just one of the best. Sony's better. Ever. Sony's yeah. better than Deion Lewis. We're keeping it above. Well, not gonna. I'm not yeah, gonna, yeah, we're not gonna do that. that. I've been watching him since the seventh grade. I've so. never watched him play. I know what I'm talking about. What the hair is with that boy? Hey, that boy ain't playing the NFL yet, except for today. No, they had some losses, but then I mean, in Patriots fashion, they address them right away. So it's like. I just want to see what that Patriots defense is going to be like this year because last year they weren't great. Uh, their offense was way better, and that held them down. They they had good plays, you know, on defense. But then again, it's like, you know, playing in the AFC East, they get to play six games against three teams who just, who, who might not make it over 500, being realistic. I mean, I don't expect the Dolphins to It's not, like an Eagles situation. But it's true, exactly. And that's that's funny that we did these divisions because they're kind of so similar where you have a team like the Jets where we kind of all feel like they'll probably become last place. They'll end up in last place. New England's going to win so. the division. Uh, the Jets, now, with the, the circumstances, better, I think... The Jets the, are better than we thought. Not saying that they're good, but they, they exceeded my expectations last season. And... For sure. Buffalo is about to be the worst team in the division. Now that... So we'll we'll go New England. Let's finish up with New England. Um, as long as you have Brady and Belichick at the helm, right? It's we all, we we you'll know, win 12, 13 games. Yeah, first round by. It's the same shit every fucking. Listen, season. I've dealt with this situation. Thirteen and three. Thirteen and three. Thirteen and three. We'll, we'll stamp. We'll stamp that. Thirteen and three. Is first round by. Is that enough Patriots talk, Justin? Did we did we exceed the limit? It's Twelve and four. I'm about to catch me here gassing him up. <laughs> Justin said 12 and 4. There has to be a decrease somewhere. 11 and 5. Um, Thir- 13 and 3 with uh, one loss in Miami because they Brady can't beat Tannehill in Miami. No? Nope. I, no, the reason I say 12 and 4 is because, you know, they did lose a lot. They lost Malcolm Butler. They lost Deion Lewis. Yeah, they got Jeremy Hill. What they go last year? 13 and 3. And they didn't play the Packers last year. They played the Packers this year, so. Uh, Maybe twelve and four. Yeah, twelve and four. Yeah, that's now, a, now he wants to come. Some, that's an L right there. That and his, you know, one year Brady's getting older. So, I mean, originally he said he better. That's one extra L. Twelve and four. Listen, at first Brady wanted to play to forty-five. After last season, he was like, uh, "Yeah, forty-five is probably not going to happen." Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I say twelve and four, just because it's still Brady. He's still the goat. So. But so when, when here's on that schedule. Here's where it gets interesting. Chalk up one extra L. We we can't all agree that the Jets will probably come in last place, and I can't even agree with myself now that I thought about the loss of Tyrod Taylor and you know how Buffalo is just a dumpster fire, bro. Now, exactly. and and last year they they weren't they made the playoffs, but they they're not like a good team. Like you can see through them, you know. Yeah. Like, they made the playoffs where you could see through it. Uh, losing Tyrod Taylor was huge for their organization. They're going to either have to play Josh Allen, Nathan Peterman, or Andy Dalton. Or A.J. AJ yeah. McCarron. Yeah. excuse me. Um, we saw Josh Allen in his first action today. The man was fucking, he looked petrified Dropping to go on the field. Bro. Hey, don't sleep on A.J. McCarron. A.J. McCarron. I think, given given the reps and given the minutes, yeah. I think Andrew McCarron could could do better than what people think he's capable of. I think so too. I mean, I've seen him play. You know, whether it was when Andy Dalton got play, hurt, he played. He started the playoff game a couple of years. Right. Ago. Yeah, when Dalton went down. Right. So 
and and he played for Alabama. I know he I has mean, it in him. He's got the most experience. It's just of the three. And like I said, they have Shady, who's a top five running back. That defense, yeah. you know, it's very good. You know, defense. I just think they got a little bit of weapons. You know, yeah. Like, like I said, I don't plays know. an underrated tight end. Right. Still plays, got Kelvin. Plays. Kelvin's healthy. Uh, we'll see if he can produce though. They still got Zay Jones, right? Yeah, but he's not with the What's team he, right he now. I don't like, think. Yeah, yeah he's I remember that he was like naked in rehab or something. Yeah. Or um, hopefully he gets better because they lost. What they make the playoffs on last season? They went nine and seven. They went like nine and seven or something like that. Uh, nine and seven was exactly what they did. I can see that maybe six and ten. The Bills, man, it could be a bad season. It can either be like pretty decent at the six and ten, but it can go bad if if Josh Allen or, or Nathan Peterman don't find it. It's crazy because last last year was their best season in almost twenty years mm-hmm. for the franchise since the last time they made the playoffs. What ninety nine? Yeah, yeah, I think it was like the first time. And then what do they do? Years. Blow it up, like. And it's not, that's and the, and if it's you're a Bills like, fan, that's fucking. That's like you got to yeah. be disappointed in your franchise. And it's not like they convincingly made the playoffs. Like it came down to uh, one thing going wrong, and I forgot which game it was because they even showed the clip. It was uh, Baltimore versus somebody. And it came down to like the because they showed the whole Baltimore Cincinnati. Yeah, because they showed the whole Bills uh, team in the locker room after the game, game, watching it. And right. It ended on like some crazy it shit. Was a, at the it end. was a last, yeah. last drive touchdown. Yeah, that the Bengals and the whole fucking game. Bills locker yeah, room exploded. That was pretty crazy. That shit was lit when it happened, but that's not happening again. Yeah, yeah. To expect yeah. that, was, I, I see them going seven and nine. They're gonna have to make sure their quarterback doesn't throw five picks in a quarter. Well, they got like I said. I started. Peterman I started the Chargers D that day. Peterman's not even touching the field. <laughs> With 32 points. With, with, <laughs> crazy, with Allen and uh, McCarron. I'm about to have like my own little fantasy corner uh, this season. Okay. With like, I'm have one one bold predict. You can hear me. <laughs> one bold prediction for the week. Okay. About who to start? Okay, we're gonna give you your three minutes. All right. But once that three minutes cut, it's over. No more fantasy talk. Bet. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not trying to reveal my secrets. <laughs> yeah, three minutes is tight. Long, like one, one, one and a half. Mm-hmm. We give like three pointers, and then maybe you figure that out. Floor will be yours soon enough. Um, yeah, I have them going seven and nine. So, do we have the Bills going seven and nine? See, this is where this is where I'm kind of confused. Where do you have the Bills? I want to I want to see where you have the Bills, and then five and eleven. Okay, so. I'm more on Danny's side with this. If we're going to agree that, and not saying we have to, but I'm just saying, realistically speaking, we can kind of more agree now that the Bills might be the last team in the AFC East. I think if, so. I think if, the Jets are better. I think the Dolphins are better. If you're saying 7-9 and nine as the last team in the AFC East, you're predicting that the Dolphins and the Bills are going to be, I mean, and the Jets will be over 500. Correct? And I mean... Yeah, I'm predict- no, I'm predicting the Jets to be the worst team in the division. Okay. Dolphin fan ass. <laughs> yeah, that that is some dolphin <laughs> fan shit. But we'll let it. I mean, I want to hear why. I, I think the Jets have a bad, a good bad quarterback problem where you know they kind of have disposable quarterbacks. Darnold's 
basura. But and I fuck with Josh McCown heavy. Yeah, and Bridgewater's still there. I love Josh McCown. I don't know what's his situation. They um, just I don't really hear about check, it. Bro. They just hear. Yeah. <laughs> they said he might not even make the team. But here's 15 mil anyway. You bored? Could have paid Bo Wilkerson <laughs> that. Yeah. Thank you. I mean... Thank the, you, Teddy. He's looking out. So where do you have the Bills going? So it's 5-11, like that? 5-11, you know, maybe that, that last, maybe that last game might get them to 6-10, and 10, you know, so around good. Christmas, around New Year's. But, yeah, when it doesn't matter, really. But, yeah, 5-11, and 11, I could see them going, which was what the Jets did last year. And yeah, let's let's work right to the to New York trash jets. Yeah, let's. <laughs> so we'll save the best for last, is what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I'm saying. We're Go ahead. Place, we'll get this. We'll get this done. Over. All right. So the Jets, like I said, I feel like the Jets more so than any other team. If you're a quarterback, you do not want to get drafted to the New York Jets. They do not let their quarterbacks develop. They just expect them to draft them and have everybody be like an Andrew Luck or Russell Wilson. They just want them. That boy was clutch today almost. They just want them to pan out first year. And if they don't, all right, we'll get another one. I cannot tell you how many years I've seen the Jets do this. It's literally every year. Give me another quarterback. Who's the one from Penn State? Hackenberg. Hackenberg. Uh, Don't forget Geno Smith. Geno Smith. He was the goat coming out of fucking Bryce college, Petty. Right? I see, yeah. Bryce, Bryce Petty used to put up six hundred and fifty yards a week. Taj Boyd. Seven TDs. Taj Boyd. Let's not go there. Taj Boyd. No, I'm just listening. The, the number of quarterbacks that they draft. <laughs> the Sanchez. The Sanchez. <laughs> hey, he took him to the AFC Championship. And then this year, it's Sam I don't know Garner. How the fuck? Which he I'm sorry, statistically that. speaking. And in my personal opinion, real quick, sorry. USC cannot produce quarterbacks. Facts. Okay. Big facts. Dap me up. Okay. Besides, the best you have is Carson Palmer. Right. Well, that's one. That's he has <laughs> how many postseason wins? Maybe one. Maybe none. Uh, he beat us. Maybe. maybe yeah, no, he probably has like the two or Rodgers didn't get to touch the ball in overtime that one. That Larry Cardinals, Fitzgerald 75-yard touchdown. Yeah, I don't think he had any with, with the uh, Bengals, right? Bengals or the Bengals. And obviously not with the Raiders. Well, yeah, because when he was with the Bengals, he had to deal with Pittsburgh the whole time. Or the Ravens, you know, back when they and had Big that Big Ben stuff. was big balling. And, mm-hmm. they, and they had that crazy defense, you know. So, yeah, I don't think he had any back then. Um, but, yeah, I just don't see – I thought Sam Darnold out of Mayfield – uh, Rose and Allen, I thought Sam Darnold was the worst. I just the most pink guy? Yeah, like just watching his tape, you know, his how he played. Like he just, He's boring. He, he's boring and he just seems like he – you know, he honestly reminds me of Jay Cutler. Like he just doesn't seem like he has like that passion for that the game, care. that care for the game. Like he's very careless, very reckless with some of the passes he makes. Some of them, you know, once in a blue moon he'll make a good pass. He'll make yeah, a good de- yeah, he'll make a good decision. But for the most part, he's just uh, careless. Blue Moon, he'll have 230 <laughs> yards and three touchdowns. In <laughs> yeah. So Cutler did that once last season. It's Cutler. That's not and I mean, Cutler retired. We're not doing Cutler. And they lost Mo Wilkerson. We did too much Cutler. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah, they lost Mo. Um, I mean, they still got Adams. I like and, Jamal Adams back there. And they got 
from their defense low key nice. From the Rams, they signed. So I remember. Oh, you guys uh, the cornerback I wanted. Join it, right? Nah, they franchise tagged him. I think. We uh, went through this, and I feel like Tremaine. We had to say. Oh, Tremaine Johnson. He was one of the top corners on the market this yeah. year. That's yeah. who I wanted in Green Bay. They lost, but they lost Matt Forte. I think. And Rashad Robinson was. I, I don't know if they released him, but he. I know he had like. I think he got a rest. I think, I I think that's. I think. I think. No, you're thinking. I think you're. Uh, thinking of. Uh, you're no, thinking of Ryan Anderson. No, Rashad Robinson, cornerback. Oh, cornerback, cornerback. I believe. But I think Anderson had some issues too. Robbie Anderson, Robbie right? Anderson. Yeah, Brown he boy. was always into Brown boy. So it's yeah. like I just hey, don't see them. He was a waiver wire pickup in the middle of the season in fantasy last year, and he finished top ten in Dope. points. That boy, he take put himself on the yeah, map. He takes the ball deep. Yeah, he put himself on the map, bro. Him he and McCown, that shit. And like I said, and yeah, and that, that's another point. Like you said, you guys are right. They still do have McCown. Who are their running backs? Uh, Powell. Bilal Powell and uh, and Bilal Powell. <laughs> they had they had one they had one other dude I think. He was he was kind of nice. He was like one of those dual threat like uh, pass catching guys. I mean Powell's like that too. Yeah, they had like yeah. they got like two of them back there. Like decent guys back there. I don't know too much about the role line. Not uh, that great, but I mean last year like we said they went five and eleven. And I was about to say they had a good tight end, but uh, ASJ left to Jacksonville. He did. And then didn't one of their linemen retire? Was it, was it DeBrickershaw or was it? Did DeBrickershaw retire? Or was it Mangold? No, Mangold. Yeah, I, I don't mean, think DeBrickershaw. I think Mangold retired. I don't think he's been in the league in a minute. He might have retired a few years ago. He might have. A name like that, you don't forget it. Yeah, no, I know they had DeBrickershaw. Yeah, yeah, they had that whole controversy with Nick Mangold. I think Nick Mangold. Yeah, he just you know said. Because you know, like, and then we talked about it when we were talking about you know everything NFL trade to see like. For some reason, like people just don't want to go there. It's something with the front office. So I just don't. They're gonna be, to be honest, they're gonna be in the top five for draft picks, if not top three. <laughs> to be honest, they def- will definitely be top five. <laughs> uh, what they finished last year, five and eleven. Yeah, I have them going three and thirteen. Wow. Yeah. So you think they get significantly worse? Yeah. Yeah. I think their defense is gonna be a little faster, a little better this year, a little more mature. Um, they got two good safeties back there. They have a good cornerback. Um, Their defense is nice. Yeah, and they've always had that. That the offense got worse. Nastiness. The defense got better. It's always had the nastiness on defense. Maybe not always the talent, right? And Todd Bowles is a really good physical coach. He's he's a defensive mind. Well, you coach. think though they lost Mokasen and they lost Southern Richardson, right? Right. But they were also. Oh, I like, forgot that boy went to Minnesota. They didn't like yeah. the locker room. Trash. They didn't like the locker room. So maybe it's a good thing. But you still lost talent. I understand that, but talent doesn't needed. always. I mean, talent can't always win because. I mean, take a situation like. Well, it's not so much that they lost it, but they, they didn't replace them with really, or even right. try to. Obviously, it's not going to be easy to replace talent like that, but they didn't. Even you know, make, yeah, but where were their availabilities? No, I'm saying they didn't even make like an effort to like try to you know grab at least besides Tremaine Johnson. What other offseason? There was more departures. That than, one was big though. That's a yeah, big but, move, but they didn't really do yeah, much. Yeah, but look how much. But look how much they lost compared to how much they gained. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't equal out. You <laughs> lost Richardson. You lost Wilkerson. You lost Mangold. 
and your key acquisition was Johnson. So I mean, it just you know, I'm gonna say they go five and eleven again. No, they they got significantly worse. So I said, yeah, I definitely say. Um, if the Jets start McCown, they'll win more games. I think they can win seven games. I think they can win up to seven games, and I think that they can win two versus Buffalo. Easy. And at least one versus Miami. I definitely. They always have. They have Miami's number. I definitely do think they can win four games outside of their division, out of another almost eight games. Like, come on. Uh, They're not beating anybody in the AFC North. I mean NFC. Yeah, they got to play the NFC North. I don't see them beating. Uh, Besides maybe Chicago. Yeah, I was going to say maybe the Bears. And that's a big maybe. Chicago got a a lot better. And I don't see them beating anybody in the AFC South. AFC, I mean, NFC North is about to be the best division in football this season. Straight up. Every team got better. I agree. Yeah, Chicago is definitely going to be on the come up this Hell yeah. So. I can't wait till we talk about them. Next week on episode 50. We're doing the North. We'll do the North. Yes, NFC. It's going to be an exciting episode because, oh, yeah. but Yeah, we still got one. Yeah, we still got one, but we're going to get into um, Cleveland. It's going to be Green Bay. Oh, we're doing the North. Pittsburgh. We got Lamar Jackson talk. We got a pretty sad timer for Green Bay. Yeah, right. We'll be here all night. Bro, NFC North's looking mad intriguing. It is. It really but is. that's episode that's, 50. That's, that's next week. Episode 49, uh, which is right now. AKA the Sakapa episode. Come bring it. <laughs> the Sakapa. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's the Dominican room? Yes, sir. Sakapa brought to you by. <laughs> Yustin. Dominican rum imported Yustin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about his fucking fish. Let's so, fish. the Miami Dolphins. The mammals, sir. The Miami, his the Miami humans. Minka Fitzpatrick, first round draft pick. You yes, like sir. how that rhymes? I do it all the time. Ah. Technically, it is Friday. It is Friday. It's 12, excuse me, 2.45. I can't even see anymore. God. Damn. 2.45 in the morning, by the way. I got work tomorrow. All right. We're going to talk about me, all right? We're going to talk about the Dolphins. Matter of fact, I'm thinking about this right now. It's 2.45 in the morning. Why are we talking about the Dolphins? Wow. You know what? To. It's because we have to. <laughs> we're going to pay the respect that we got to. Sorry for all you Dolphin fans if there are any that do listen to this podcast. <laughs> I can do this all night, bro. Or all morning. But uh, Dolphins, like I said, you've got a new acquisition, uh, new quarterback this year. He's your we, franchise quarterback. quarterback He's coming back. Ryan Tannehill. That should be exciting. You guys have uh, one less pro bowler in your wide receiving core, but added two solid, solid slot solid receivers wise. with you know two solid. One, one slot for the receivers. Patriots. So I was at, when I was at the game tonight. I was watching Albert Wilson. Was He's nice, there. bro. That man's nice. And Kenyon Drake is is Ooh. gonna. Is, I'm excited and, um, to watch him this year. Oh my God! What the fuck? Uh... Shit. The, who's that running back? Uh, his last name starts with a B, number 33. Yeah, they drafted talking, him. yeah, we drafted him, I think, when did we draft him? I think in like the third or fourth round. That boy was all 
over the yeah, field, bro. Really? I was hyped. Um, I, I don't know how to pronounce I can't remember, it. I can't remember his last name. I think it's, what is it? Kalen Ballage. Yes, it's Ballage. Yeah, Ballage. Yeah. yeah, that's how they were saying it. Mm-hmm. Bro, that man. Yes, Look out for him in like in fantasy. And, and I swear to God. Both of them are going to learn under a Frank Gore, who is going to be a future Hall yeah. of Fame. Right. Who is a future yeah. Hall of Fame. Um, they should just put him in the Hall of Fame right now. And like I said, we got Minka back there with... Rashad and Xavier Howard, bro. That's Xavier Howard. Nice. We're getting Tony Lippett back. We got TJ McDonald back there. I mean, like still I said, got Kiko. You got fucking Robert Quinn from the Rams. You got still Robert got Cam Quinn. Wake. Jordan Phillips. You still got Jordan Phillips. Like, bro, Dolphins D could be very, very, like, very good. Mika, Mika's gonna be the Swiss Army knife. Like, especially like if we get teams in the nickel, you can line him up anywhere. You can line him up. In the slot, you can line them up in the corner, and especially same thing with TJ McDonald. You could line them up at safety, or you could. You just, but you could, you could put them. I think we should wait on TJ McDonald. I don't want to put this hype around him. I don't. I know you're excited for him. I know you like. He him. was suspended last season, right? Yeah, I just. I, I want. Yeah, to they traded. They traded. Uh, traded him from. We got him from the Rams, or they got him from the Rams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We signed. Yeah, we. Yeah, we. we got him from the Rams. There's a lot of people. Yeah, my bad. I know you got a Devontae Parker jersey. on. shout out to Devontae Parker, but. Did it because you went to the game, right? What? You wore the jersey. Yeah. And you're saying we me. because you're still stuck in this yeah, hard rock vibe. Yeah. Why? Do That's we? what happens when you you're a season ticket holder. Just remember, exactly. A Green Bay fan is a season ticket holder. Come on now. Just, the Dolphins. All I'm saying is that I, I'm like a right? Dolphins fan by association. Okay. Just because of the, the ten, where I grew up. <laughs> Listen, I don't want to hear that. All right. <laughs> you got two basketball teams. You can't have two football teams. All right. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I don't even really cheer for them like that. Right? No. I'm, Shout out Josh. They Sitton, do good. Though. They do Shout good. Shout out Josh Sitton, one of the most underrated linemen in the league. And we got killed. We're like, we lost all of our baggage. Minus, Dead ass. Minus juice. Minus juice. I mean, I, even, I mean, he was, but I mean, I mean, even so, like to be honest, I can't go against Adam Gase. Adam Gase is. It's about that action. Yeah, Adam Gase is. Like I and you can ask anybody. I mean, I res- I didn't really like and rest in peace, Coach Tony Sprano. Um, I didn't really, y- yeah, like I didn't really care for Sprano, but I respect I respected Sprano when he was our coach. Sure. Um, I wasn't a fan of Nick Saban. Didn't like the Cam Cameron, and I definitely didn't like Joe Philbin. So Cam Ad- Adam Gase is the first coach <laughs> that, that I've liked that we had since maybe. What about Jimmy Dave Wanstead? <laughs> he was pretty straight. Dave Wanstead was pretty straight. So, yeah, I mean, if Adam Gase is setting this, and I, I love the culture he's setting. He's setting a zero tolerance. You know, we're not going to put up, you know, Timmons. He had that whole thing first game of the season with San Diego. Couldn't find him. Got to go. Dominican Sue loves to voice his opinion. Bye. Got to go. Mike Pouncey. You can't stay healthy, and, and you, you talking, and you talking. Gotta go, Juice. Gotta go. You want that money? You want to be the highest paid receiver in the league? Gotta go. <laughs> so he's setting That's a fact. Yeah, so he's setting a standard. He's setting a culture, and I love the direction that we're going. Like I said, um, we're I'm, we're not gonna. Make, I'm gonna be honest. We're not gonna make playoffs this year, but I am excited to see the improvements. Right, and you that, guys got you know, a new rookie tight end from Penn State. We got two. He almost had a nasty one-handed grab tonight. 
I was telling him, yeah, we got two. We got him from. Uh, you got you got the one pass catching tight end, then you got the one blocking tight end. They like right, they, right, they drafted right. like about to be a little. Uh, yeah. Adam, Plus, you still got Kenny Stills, deep threat. Like, like Adam Gase is about to have um, a field day with his offense. This one dude, uh, number eighty-two, Owusu something like he's got to be like a practice squad guy. His last name like oh, Owusu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That man was catching bombs. From Bryce Petty tonight, like even Brock Osweiler was throwing him, and he was going up and getting it. Double coverage doesn't matter. Like this dude was catching shit. And then they had this one dude uh, on the defense, number twenty-seven. He had to be a practice squad guy too. Just laying people out, just straight hits left and right, knocking people fucking sideways. His name is uh, uh, F F F. Starts with an A. F F F F F. I don't know. Number 27. Yeah, that boy I, is nice. Does he have dreads? Yeah. I yeah, so. I know who he is. Um, that boy was nice. He was he was fucking people up. I got the Dolphins at 80. I think they... What did they finish last year? 6-10. I think they improved. I can see them going 8-8. Eight eight. Last year, but I don't think they, they get over that 500 hump. You know, I don't think they... AFC's tough. You know, and you guys are playing the... AFC South, uh, we AFC, South, the AFC South, and the NFC North. Yeah, we have a very tough. That's schedule. a very That's tough a schedule. Hard schedule. And that eight and eight is is still generous because where are these wins coming from? I mean, I think you know Buffalo and, and the Jets. You guys kind of have to win both of those games. You know what I mean? So that that say you do. I don't think it's going to happen. But say you do. That's four games. And then I mean, you guys always get New England at home. Sometimes. <laughs> Maybe this year is your lucky. Fucking year Actually, again. no, we never uh, do. Tannehill has never won a game in New England. No, at home. Oh yeah, at, we, home. Yeah, at home. Yeah, we yeah we get we, yeah, we get yeah we get we playing in uh, uh yeah, playing we, in Miami Gardens is the fucking Patriots <laughs> kryptonite. Right? Yeah, we, we get a little. <laughs> That's their kryptonite. And then the Bears, I can see you guys beating the Bears, and and we also play the Raiders this year. Too. Maybe the Lions. Maybe, maybe yeah, the maybe, Lions. The Lions. maybe the Lions. Maybe the Raiders too. You know, but maybe the Vikings. It's gonna be tough. Up. Definitely the Colts yeah. though. Definitely the Colts. Definitely not gonna beat the Colts. We should I'm, definitely drive to Indianapolis. I'm curious uh, how, how the boys are going to play in uh, the frozen tundra in um, the middle of November. I'm saying nine and seven. We're not going to make the playoffs, but we'll be nine and seven. I don't think God. you guys go nine and seven. Wait. I think that's very generous. <laughs> and you're being a super fan right now. You're sitting front row <laughs> at the game right now with your VR fucking headset. I'm, that's only one more win than what you guys put in. It's not completely off the way. I think eight and eight is very generous. Okay, so and I'm not trying to tell you. I'm, so I me being you. a fan, I get I, I, get, I get that little I get extra. You. I get that little extra. I get you. That's fair. That's it's good. like me saying Green Bay's going to go 16 and 0, and right. they're going to be like, all right, they're going to go 15 and 0. 15 and 0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Knock you down a peg. Yeah. And he's he's about to say their only loss going to be against Miami. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Nah, I guess man licking his lips at the thought. Wow. <laughs> at the thought or the thought? At the thought. Okay. The T H O U G T H. Not the T H O T. Yeah, T H O T. Licking his lips at the thought. That's not my fault. It's the same word. Right. <laughs> I ain't make that bullshit. At the thought. <laughs> so I guess that wraps things up for this week, episode forty-nine. It's pretty fun. We're gonna break down two more divisions um, next week. It'll be eight more the teams. North. And the north is, uh, winter is coming, I guess. Mm-hmm. Episode 5 mm. That's crazy. We out. Stars in the proof, sitting in the plate. Got it all off these balls, man, this shit come crazy. I've been out wildin' with these young niggas lately. Fucking all the pretty bitches, man, this shit come crazy.
I'm blessed, so it's price. Lifestyle too much for life. I've been on some player shit. Boots out, nigga, don't make me. You was not the reason I'm pulling up in the lakes. West side, nigga, ho, I don't need no favors. Yeah, then it's big, I bass. Everything that's bad for me, right here in my face. I've been on the four block, I've been on the eight. Gun up on my waist, like I'm trying to catch a case. Move, bitch. A nigga need a little space. Stain look on my face, that's too much drugs and drink. Being hunted by my past, someone help me get away. Damn, what you think I do? I buy more drugs and drink. Move, bitch. A nigga need a little space. Don't tell me I'ma be okay, cause this shit not okay. I had too much drugs and I ain't in the mood, bitch. Don't come inside my gate. That's trespassing. You bastard. I can shoot you in your face. If I run past you, my bad. My whole life feel like it's a maze. Been drinking my life away. They can't stop me. I go crazy. Junk driving that G-Wag. They tell me it ain't safe. But I'm junk driving that G-Wag. Get your square ass out my face. The homie just got a raise. Pope Pope brought up my name. They know we from the gang. Damn, this shit out my range. This shit out my fucking range, bitch. I ain't planning on the change, bitch. I'm going through it, feel the pain, bitch. For honey gang, click like bang, bitch. I'm hunted by these demons, y'all see them walk. So you know I got the devil in my thoughts. I be seeing the devil in my living room, oh. I just hope I ain't got the devil in my little heart. It's super it's big, I bitch. Everything that's bad for me, right here in my face. I've been on the four block, I've been on the eight. Up on my waist, like I'm tryna catch a case. Move, bitch. A nigga need a little space. Stain look on my face. That's too much drugs and drink. Being hunted by my past. Someone help me get away. Damn, what you think I do? I buy more drugs and drink. Move, bitch. A nigga need a little space. Don't tell me I'ma be okay, cause this shit not okay. Give a fuck about what you think, bitch. Fuck what you think. But don't come judging me, cause I had too much drugs and drink. And I pull up with a honey in each pocket, bitch. Fresh up out that slammer, that little nigga on some cocky shit. Play me like a GD, you get hit up, you ain't stopping shit. Tell me when I pull up, make the tray right in the lobby, bitch. Move, bitch. Get shot up in your face. Niggas round me hate, tryna figure what I made. Can't make it to my house if I don't bust you at the gate. Secured by my gang, bitch, I gotta play it safe. Plenty racks off in the safe shit. Checking, you get make, bitch. Five, that's my bad, bitch. Strictly that 4L shit. Quick to shoot at 12. Shit. Without the dope, your nigga rich Challenge at your own risk I up and bust your dome, bitch Yeah, then it's big, I base. Everything that's bad for me right here in my face I've been on the four block, I've been on the eight Gun up on my waist like I'm trying to catch a case Move, bitch A nigga need a little space Stain look on my face That's too much drugs and drink Been hunted by my past Someone help me get away Damn, what you think I do? I buy more drugs and drink Lord, help me, Lord. These kids, Lord, they playing with all these guns and drugs. They remind me of when I was young. See, in the 80s, we didn't play that shit. But we was crack babies. No, Lord, I'm not no hypocrite. I'm just an old motherfucker trying to save some shit. Lord, I asked my son, why is it just thugs he hanging with? He looked at me and said, Pops, I'm staying dangerous. Help me, Lord. 
I tried to tell him there's many ways to stay dangerous. Power is dangerous. Knowledge is dangerous. Having them dollars is dangerous. He just looked at me, Lord, and said, Pops, I'm talking dangerous.